The Neo Reality Entertainment brand expands with a relaunch of the Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News Talk. Your host, Eric Brown, gives his insights and thoughts in the ever-expanding news world of comic books, professional wrestling, gaming, TV, and movies. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Today's edition of Neo Reality Collective is brought to you by Anchor.fm, a free distribution service podcasting hosting platform that allows you to record your podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so much more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor.fm app or go to Anchor.fm to get started today. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Welcome everyone to Neo Reality Collective. We're back, back with the reviews, and this time we are exploring the beginnings of the Dark Crisis Saga. Let's let's just recap briefly. The Justice League are all dead. They are all dead. We are now sad. The Justice League are all dead, at least until probably after the event is over, in which case, uh Hey Jinx Bullets to you everybody. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Joshua Williamson is pending this event, and, and I gotta be honest, I'm thinking, like, is ever since Scott Snyder happened, I keep now thinking that every single writer is trying to be Grant Morrison because he because they really have a lot of this bizarre minutiae for the old DC stuff, obscure stuff, characters who aren't being used as much, and they're just less crazy than Grant Morrison was. As in, it's not thinking that you're thinking that that person is very, 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 very high on drugs. Uh, but yeah, Joshua Williamson is petty this whole event with Daniel Sampier, who whose artwork reminds me a little bit of Ethan, Ethan Van Schneider. If I butchered that, I'm not sorry because I keep hearing a lot of horrible stuff about him coming out. But uh, take it for what you will. So, free comic book day is here. Dark Crisis Special Edition Issue Zero, which would kick off this whole event beyond just Justice League 75. And it seems that things are going to escalate quickly as the world starts to realize, oh god, all our heroes are dead. And we still have, like, 75 more to go. <laughs> well, probably, like, hundreds of thousands, but, okay, let's just just go with the uh, 50 or 75 characters, like, the only showcase in the comics. But, uh, yeah, exciting times are ahead. I'm excited for this event, honestly. I feel like it could be a real good crisis event that's not cosmically retconning history. It's just now the legacy heroes step up more than ever from the old guard and really showcase their abilities and full potential a lot like Infinite Crisis almost was and but it mostly does focus on Superman and how quote everything begins and ends with Superman so yeah they have legacy characters taking the forefront of this so 
I'm excited for this. It's going to be, it's probably going to be a fun event. So let's dig into this. Let's dig into the free comic book day, Dark Crisis, issue number zero by Joshua Williamson and Jim Chung on the artwork and find out what this brief, albeit very interesting tale is going to be about and hijinks ensuing. Enough talking, let's get right into Dark Crisis Issue Zero Free Comic Book Day Special Edition. So naturally we open up with the Justice League being attacked by Starro the Conqueror. No, wait, it's just a statue. Whoa! That giant starfish is rad! Was that the first thing the Justice League ever fought? Well... In terms of real world talk, yes. And then it wasn't. Then they say it was trees. And then they said it was dark side. Heck, even uh, the tour guide, Lisa, goes ahead and sa says this. Not quite. The Justice League had few adventures together before they went up against Star of the Conqueror. But the earliest meetings between the heroes are often debated. Actually, it was against trees. Then it was against Star of the Conqueror, and then it was against Dark Side. If we were going with the release or, but if we wanted to go with the release order, then just go with Star of the Conqueror. Now, coming along, you need to enjoy the rest of your Hall of Justice tour. So cool! Like Dad said, they saved the world like a zillion times. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. The Justice League played a important part in the history of superheroes. I know, I remember everything. We are in the infinite frontier after all. Of course, they are not the first team of heroes, but the Justice League took on a deeper meaning than the teams that came before them. Everyone has their favorite version, their favorite roster, but it's not just the roster that makes them what they are. It's what they represent, the relationships between them, and the ideals they created. And we get a row of the legacy of the Justice League. We get, let's see, we get the Golden Age, the Silver Age, the Justice League International. We get the Grant Morrison Justice League. We get the uh, Brad Meltzer Justice League run. And we get the New 52 Justice League by Jim Lee. <laughs> uh, comic reuse, cycling comic artwork for nostalgic yet storytelling purposes. I do love that sometimes. Their existence shows that people with incredible powers can work together, and no matter the challenge, they prove to be the best of us. We're the best of us. Sadly, they also showed us that they are far from perfect, and somehow they have a mural of their final battle against the Dark Army. Though I'm pretty certain that's just flashbacking to the fact that they're dead. And it's been re-arted to fit Jim Chung's art. That even they can fail. They sacrificed themselves to hold back the dark. And now we're in a world without a Justice League. Do you really think they're gone? Huh? Don't they, like, come back for the dead, like, all the time? Someone's totally gonna find them. The Justice League will be back, right? Uh, knowing that the fact that this is a comic book universe... 
this would totally be Grant Morrison's thing. He'd probably be like, they'd probably be like, <laughs> comic books are fun. So, yeah. That, even the kids aren't falling, like, they're not really dead. We need to get official confirmation if they're dead besides Black Adam. Because he's Black Adam. And naturally, the tour guide goes into full-on Karen mode when she, when she screams, The Justice League are dead and they ain't coming back, okay? I will rage over your optimism. This place isn't a museum. It is a mausoleum. Ah, so it's revealed that the Karen is actually Clayface. Uh, remember when that character was going through a redemption arc and now he's a tour guide? Man, character store Man, the job market's really bad, isn't it? And we get Radio Con telling him, This wasn't the plan, Clayface. The plan stinks, boss. I thought I could keep up the act all day until the place closed, but to tell you the lack the Justice League was killing me. And these damn kids ask too many questions. The arrogance of the Justice League, leaving a powerful weapon like Darkseid's mother box on display. Um, yeah, I'm gonna wonder why is that the case? I guess they thought the threat of them being here was enough to keep people away. But now with them gone, well, <laughs> we're gonna be in business. Yeah, I'm gonna still ask, who would keep a mother box just there? Like, I don't care if they're the Justice League. Even Batman would be like, Okay, look, I may be the goddamn Batman, but I am not God like that. Like, I can't stop the criminals from coming in and trying to take it. And then we get the revival of The Flash, Wally West. Good thing I stopped by for a visit, Clayface. And they fight. As Wally West tries to fight him, but Clayface goes on to talk about his, his attempted reformation, and he says, I tried to walk the straight and narrow Flash, but with the Justice League dead and Batman, other people are making big moves, and they offered me a new deal. So, how about a mud bath? So, yeah, Clayface buries him in mud before realizing the mother box is stolen. Idiot. Hey, where'd it go? Only to reveal that the kids took it, because they are trying to be heroes as well. Dude, what are you doing? I don't know! I just stole a cosmically powerful box like it was nothing! You brats! The clay keeps shifting. Can't vibrate through it or shake it off, but it can't hold my lightning! And Wally West blasts away. Get away from them, Clayface! Hey, are we at that point already? Where I could call my backup and you call yours? Is this when your new Justice League shows up to save the day? So, yeah, then Clayface mocks the fact that, yes, they are all dead. We get it. But Wally West smirks me saying, there is no Justice League. But to arm them, I'm going to teach you a lesson. What are you? Way back in my kindergarten days, we used to make little clay sculptures. They'd be soft and movable until we put them in the oven. And a little flash fa fact, for you, my speed gives off a lot of heat. No. no. So Clayface is hardened, which means is he dead now? I, I think Wally just finally committed murder. Okay. 
Well, Adrian retrieves the mother box and tells them, Now how about I give you kids the real tour? So he gives the kids a tour. Aw, superheroes actually being good Samaritans to society instead of being edgelords. Remember back in those days? Thanks, Mr. Flash. Um, Mr. Flasher, do you think there'll ever be a Justice League again? I... Years ago, the Flash was my mentor. But one day, there was a crisis. And he... Well, I had to take over being the Flash. It was hard stepping out of his shadow. Oh, don't worry. It took you an entire generation to prove to everyone that you were the better Flash. And then Dan Dio had a hissy fit that you existed and tried to reboot you out of the universe. In fact, if I had to be the guess, I was surprised DC after he left, after he was let go, hasn't tried to make a character based off of Dan Dio, ranting and stomping his foot on the ground, explaining why he hates the Flash of Wally West and tries to destroy him. I mean, like, they could probably do that. <laughs> They've done stuff like that before. It was hard stepping out of a shadow, and taking his place in the Justice League was one of the scariest days of my life. In my head, I was still a Teen Titan, and still just the new kid. But over time, I realized that the Justice League is always growing, always changing, embracing the new, just like they embraced me. So, it's not really a question of if the Justice, if we will have a new Justice League or what, it's or when. It's, the question is, who? Revealing a montage of heroes long of the future, such as Starfire, Superman, aka John Kent, Nightwing, Batman, not the uh, Luke Fo Tim Fox, yeah, complicated. Donna Troy, and this now equals the greatest issue in history. Doctor Light, Green Lanterns, Blue Beetle. <laughs> uh, Aqualad, Aquaman, Tempest, yeah, it's complicated on that front, Beast Boy, Yari Floor, Blue Beetle, all of them, and Raven, so, yeah, we get, this was the, uh, back, this was, this is also set to be re-released as a backup feature for the upcoming reprint of Justice League issue 75, who are the Justice League, so, yeah, this is the end of the Free Comic Book Day issue story, the original story in it, because everything else is mostly teasing a sneak preview of Dark Crisis number one, about the funeral and everything, and what happens following it, which I will not cover, because if I do, then I might as well just talk about the issue itself. We also get the history of the DC multiverse, which explains the crisis and everything that happened. Oh, did you reveal it was some great evil known as the Dark known as the dark hand, darkness, the great darkness that's controlling everything, and yada yada yada. <laughs> uh, man, that, that is so complicated. But yeah, that's pretty much the end of this this, this small little short story. It's it's good for what it is. It, it, it sh it, it's going to be a backup feature, which it definitely intends to be. It, so luckily it's a free comic book day issue and not like a full price comic, because then that would be annoying. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, for what it was, it has good artwork, it has good moments in it, it has a good... It has heroes being not just heroes, but also pe good people, and their knowledge and history passing down on everything. <sighs> it's great. It's just great. 
Tune in next time as we will start talking about the news again, and then when we get to Dark Crisis, we'll start covering that event. I don't know if I'm going to do the tie-ins yet, uh, the worlds were out, and so in the miniseries and the Flash tie-ins. We'll see. It depends on the severity of what importance they play. Like, I'm pretty sure the Flashes are going to make it important since Barry Allen is involved in it. So, yeah. We're going to see what happens. Looking forward to Dark Crisis by Joshua Williamson and Daniel Sevier. Or feel free, feel free to check out my other content and be sure to stay tuned more for the podcast in the coming days. And see you all next time. This was your host, Neo Reality Collective, Eric Brown. Stay tuned and signing off. Stay tuned for this last ad break and outro. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.